Real Bad is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. If you want to explore more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head over to cageclub.me and check out some of our friends. Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Bad, the podcast where we talk about real bad movies and why they want to hurt us. Everyone's already laughing because this <laughs> movie's a hoot. Yeah, um, <laughs> a lot of hoots. Yeah. A lot of hoots. Woo-hoo. <laughs> the owls attacking. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a sequel. Uh, there wasn't even supposed to be an episode this week, but uh, this Surprise. week it's been fucking weird, and so we're <laughs> ma- we're making it up. Um, but today, I'm your host, Nick Jenkins, and I'm joined by three friends. First, Valerie Barr. Hello. Amy Roberts. Hello. And Matthew Gatos. Hello. And uh, we are talking about, of course, the great bad movie, Birdemic, uh, one of the most requested for us to talk about. And uh, you're welcome. Question? Mark? Yeah. How many? Yeah. Okay, so I'd seen this movie four or five times. Oh, really? Why? So many times, Nick. Nick, <laughs> yeah, but, are you okay? <laughs> I, but let me, I put that into context. Like, I watch it with riff tracks. So oh, right. Okay. It's like, it's a comedy show okay. watching the movie. <laughs> and I, so and we'll talk about why I watch this movie a lot besides I was that, tempted but, to click over, because I saw the riff tracks version is also available on Amazon. The live version as well as the studio version. I'm just going to watch one of those probably. But I was They're tempted to like They're click over and watch one of those afterwards because I was like, I need to maybe... Smile? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think shake it, my head. I think it is one of the best riff tracks. All right. So if you want to... They got a lot of... There's a lot of material There's a lot with. of material in this movie. I'm also not a huge fan of riff tracks, so if I want to start with yeah. one, I should probably start with one of the best. Yeah, I think riff track... I think uh, Birdemic is really good, and I think Miami Connection is very good. Mm. So anyway, uh, let's talk about this, bef- but I've watched it before. Has anyone here watched it before? No. So no. this, oh, was this all... is an audio medium. I was you were just shaking, yeah, my shaking head. your head. <laughs> they could hear the breeze of your head shaking past the no, microphone. No, I have not. Uh, I've known about it, and I had a friend who was very obsessed with it, probably pretty close when it initially came out, but I never watched it. Yeah, I, I remember it coming out because I think, uh, when was it, like 2010? Yep. Yeah, yeah I was how, in film school in how, L.A. How did like this come out? out? We'll was talk about in, that. Okay. Yeah, but it there's, was, a, there's actually quite a story there that's that's fascinating. Like, could you see it in a theater? Yeah, yeah. but oh, they and and, and no. now it's like more so like midnight screenings and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, but that makes sense. It, it I remember those types of screenings happening when I lived in L.A. because I had lots of friends who we were in film school together. We liked schlocky bad movies, and so this was definitely on my radar. But I just never went and saw it until yesterday and, or whatever, <laughs> and I don't know how. I missed this gem of a horrible piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you have it. That's our review. And, yeah. Um, you can put we'll, that on the poster. We'll see you next time. <laughs> uh, okay. So before we get too far into this, Amy, you're going to give us a 60-second plot dump of Birdemic, Shock, and Terror. And uh, hold on. i got to pull up my, my app. I don't remember any of the, the names of anybody. Rod like, and Natalie. Are the, the, is the main guy Rod? Rod. Yeah. No, it's not. Yes. His name's Rod. Yeah. His, no, it's great because it's Rod. And then when he meets the, the other couple in the hotel, his name is Ramsey. So it's Ramrod. And then the other guy is Rich. So there's only guys with the R names. I don't know who any Really aggressive are. names also. Yeah. Well, especially yeah. Rod. Rod, <laughs> Rod and Rod. Ram are, are pretty, yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say, I don't know anybody named Rod, but I know a Rodney. Yeah. That's, so. that's, that's how you go when yeah. you have that name. Yeah. Well, you go Rodney. Yeah. But I have uh, the, then- Sorry, any Rods listening out there? <laughs> no, it's a perfectly fine name. There are names. Also, like, I, I don't know. I don't put a lot of stock in names. I, I, <laughs> you didn't choose it. 
True. No. You know? But it, you do choose how you shorten it, maybe. Kind of. I don't know. I don't like any version of my name. Nicholas. Yeah, I don't like Nicholas. I don't like Nick. I hate Nicky. Okay, 60-second plot dump in three, two, one. Okay, so Rod is uh, our protagonist, I guess, kind of, and he works for a company and sells stuff, and he he opens up, he makes a million-dollar sale right off the bat, and he's doing great, and he's hoping his company's going to get acquired for a billion dollars because he has stock options, and then it does, and he's rich, I guess, and then his other company, the solar company, gets funded for a million dollars, and it's all great, and then he meets Natalie, except they already knew each other, and then they go on a lot of dates, and it's really bad, and then there's a lot of footage of cars, and then... 45 minutes into the movie, um, birds start attacking people <laughs> because of global warming. And then at the, it, <laughs> they meet a couple in a motel. They drive around shooting birds. They keep getting out of the car for dumb reasons. And then um, at the very end, they're stranded. There's no fuel. Half of them are dead. And uh, the doves save them. <laughs> what? What? Aren't they doves? Are there doves? Uh, that's what I. They never yeah. address it, but they I thought that eagles they eagles a lot. There's doves that come, and then every they all fly away. Yeah. At the end, what did you think saved them? I thought nothing did. I thought the eagles just flew away. There were yep. white birds that came and flew around on, on top of the car, and then the eagles flew away. And I thought that they never addressed it because it, the, the last line of the movie, she's like, "I wonder <laughs> yeah. why they stopped attacking," and no one reacts or says anything. <laughs> yeah. no, they just keep staring out towards the water because it's straight from the birds. There's no, there's no reason in Hitchcock's The Birds. It's doves, man. There's I'm no you. reason for them to attack, and there's no reason they stop. They they start attacking because of global warming, and they stop because peace. That's the <laughs> other theme of the movie. Hashtag imaginepeace.com. Oh man. <laughs> oh, oh. oh yeah. There's a lot of that for so, some reason. This is what you call an eco terror movie. It's a movie where <laughs> something in the ecosystem uh, threatens humans. In one way or another, and sort of out of the norm, sort of rising up, yeah. whether it be like insects or jungle or angry uh, birds, angry birds. You got to kill the pigs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's what this is. And typically I like eco terror, even when it's bad. I enjoy eco terror movies uh, there. I don't know why I enjoy it. I'm, I'm not even that big of like a. I'm not really into the environment, even though I think we need it. But like, you're part of the problem, Nick. I know I am. Um, look, I asked if we recycled glass today. I'm not that into the environment. <laughs> Wait, not. what was the next thing you said after the answer was no? Oh shit! That's what I said. Did you then go? I'm gonna figure out how we can do this. No. Why well, would anyone say that of us? No, I'm saying. I was just saying we were all part of the problem because none of us go, I'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The answer was no, and then I threw it away. That was like, oh, no, shit. Okay, well, throw it away. Anyway. um, Recycle your glass if you can, people. Yeah, it's hard in Montana. The world's on fire. The birds are going to turn evil. Yeah. But that is the thing. Like, the the whole thing, the lead up in this movie, we're watching Rod and Natalie and Rich and and all of oh, them. Rich the friend. Yeah, Rich is yeah. the the terrible friend, the sex, sex crazed friend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, uh, well, I don't like. I said I don't remember. Any of them. They don't <laughs> the talk name. that much in this movie. So, but every time they do, Val. Every time they do, it's, it's awful. Bad. Oh yes. So, 
the first half of this movie is a romantic. It's it's straight up, which is what the director wanted. It's allegedly. not though. It's not. <laughs> it's trying to be. How it's about trying that? to be. Yes, it's trying to be a romantic movie about a couple getting together. It's a guy writing a romantic movie when he thinks the definition of romance is two people agree to go on a date. Yep. And then make out a little in a hotel room. Yeah. That's a romance to this I forgot writer. that they made it. I was like, they never even... 40 minutes. But they did. Yeah. Well, in the, the hotel... Uh, yeah, the hotel scene... Should we I go have chronologically? A, I have a lot of questions about the hotel scene, but like... <laughs> Why would you go to a... You both have homes. That's, yeah. That's Why the would first you... question. Second question, the bottom of her feet are so dirty in that scene, <laughs> and I don't understand. It looks like she's been walking like on blacktop for a week, and then was like, oh, I have to shoot this movie tomorrow, and then didn't take a shower. I think the motel was just really dirty. I, but his, his feet are clean. <laughs> I don't oh, know. He didn't take off his shoes until he got into the bed. Uh, anyway, yeah. yeah. So uh, th- there's a little bit of history on this film, and I think it's. I think the history of the film is uh, a bit fascinating. So uh, James Nguyen uh, came to the U.S. Uh, immediately after the Vietnam War. So as, I think, as he put it, as soon as Saigon fell, uh, he was he and his family came to the U.S. So he's an immigrant, uh, but he was very he was a child. So he is an American. Really, uh, a little bit of an accent, but he seems, especially now, he seems to have a pretty good command of the English language. Mm-hmm. So I, I originally was like, does he maybe not understand English very well? And that's the problem with this movie. That does not appear to be the problem with this movie. Okay. But believe me, as a person who has taught intro level screenwriting classes and uh, and intro level directing and everything like that, you don't having a command over the English language does not often translate into a good script. So. Let's get that out of the way. But he grew up watching Hitchcock movies and watching thrillers and and wanted to be a filmmaker. And and so he did become a filmmaker. He made a film called Jack and Julie, which is another film I've seen of his that I would say is better Mm. than Birdemic. Okay. When it, did he make that one? I think that one's 2003, four. Okay, so a bit before. A bit before. But the the lead up to Birdemic took a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, uh, <laughs> it's just mind boggling that someone can make like an okay film and then like six years later make Birdemic. What was Jack and Julie about? So Jack and Julie, and I'll explain why I think it's a little bit better. It's very, it's also very linear. It's about, again, it's about a couple. Uh, it's about a guy who is dating a woman, and they're, but they're only dating in a virtual reality. So they meet in virtual reality, and and they just that's that's how they get together. And there becomes a mystery because he keeps wanting to meet in real life, and she doesn't, and he can't figure it out. So he starts to kind of try to track her down because eventually she ghosts him. She's oh. like, if you wanna, if you wanna meet in real life, I. I don't and not creepy at all. Yeah, it's it, <laughs> tracks it's, her down. Yeah, look, it's, I, it's literally the plot of a brand new MTV reality show that's coming out called Ghost Hunters. Oh god, no. yep. <laughs> Where which is I mean to be fair, it's like catfish, title. but even worse because yes, you, you're tracking down people who have ghosted you okay, and having a like, crew of reality people help you. Ghosting is rude, but also just take the hint and leave him alone. Yeah, yes. that's that's the thing. The, but Jack the, doesn't do look, that. Look, the way it's set up in this movie is it's definitely, in movie logic, it's definitely a mystery. 
Okay. And, and I'm not saying it's good, okay? Yeah. It's still a terrible movie. It's better. But it's better than... This came out way before most internet stuff got going. Yeah, now. so he's a visionary is what Ooh. I'm saying. Yeah, Ready Player One ripped him off. Ooh. So, but then he eventually finds out that she has been dead for... Um, like been legally dead for a long time and then you find out she pro- was a programmer on this virtual reality season, space black mirror season this four. is super cool yeah <laughs> no, I'm, what i'm saying like the idea is cool it the 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 execution, execution is is bad yeah i like, don't want to see this movie i want to see someone else that plot yeah. made into a different movie yeah, yeah and there is a sweetness and a sadness to this movie that it's like when you find all this out it is very it's like strangely touching for such a bad movie mm-hmm. like it which none of that is present in Birdemic. Nothing in this is sad or touching or it, at least not to me or no. to Amy. But <laughs> um, I, I will jump in on that. <laughs> also not touching. I have one, one moment when the girls under the car crying seemed kind of genuine. To be fair, the kids when they seem scared were a little bit like, oh, these kids actually seem scared. That's not great. Yeah, when the little girl was crying into the car, I was like, oh, she's the best actor. And then they were fixing her wound and she was like, thank you. And I was like, ooh, I spoke too soon. But it's not her fault. She's a child. I had a very similar thought where I was like, she's the best actress. No, I love that. She still might be. What's your your name, honey? Susan! Yeah, maybe do another take? I'm so hungry. I was under that car for so long. I hate kids in general, so by the time... <laughs> strong stances from Nick yeah, Jenkins. Yeah, doesn't like the environment. No, yeah. no I'm okay with like the kids. environment. I'm lukewarm on the environment. I'm just not into it, is what I'm saying. I think you said it doesn't do much for you. Yeah. You so... <laughs> What will people think of me? Um, They've listened to more episodes that's of this. True. They, yeah. know. they know they how know. horrible I am. It's usually like one strong stance per episode. I know. I'm, I'm just coming out swinging. We've only got five episodes left. i got to get all of my strong stances, all of my hot takes. That's the point of the internet. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, but but Jack and Julie, or yeah, Julie and Jack, I don't know, whatever. The, his first movie is actually interesting. And I've seen it once many years ago. So if something's not accurate in there, but but that is the gist of it. Tippi Hedren is also in that. She plays Julie's mom. Now, when you say also, you're being very generous. Yes. Because She's Tippi in. Hedren is credited as being <laughs> third build in this film. Yeah. Tippi Hedren, for those uh, the uninitiated, she is the star of The Birds, the Alfred Hitchcock movie. So having Tippi Hedren in your The Birds ripoff would be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there is, <laughs> when uh, the main characters, Rod and Natalie, are getting ready to make out in the hotel room, Natalie's standing next to a TV. On that TV is a clip of a movie, which is maybe Jack and Julie. It is. It's, yeah. it's Jack and Julie's on the TV in the background with a scene that has Tippi Hedren in it. So he is crediting Tippi Hedren for being in Birdemic because she is on the TV from his last movie. <laughs> I It'd like be like that. just like I having like a TV that. in the background with like Avengers and you're like, yeah, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in my movie. Yeah, he's there. Yeah. He's great. He's so great so, to work with. I, yeah, <laughs> he's great. He's very easy. He like got his, his direction. right every time. I'm sorry, yeah. it's Julian Jack. Oh. Just so I... It makes a huge difference it, when you well, uh, You know, we'll get tweets. <laughs> so, <laughs> from James Nguyen. Yeah. He'll listen uh, to this. So anyway, after that, he wants to make uh, another movie. He's very passionate about global warming. He's very passionate about... Uh, if you watch this movie, you get that idea. <laughs> they go and see an inconvenient truth in the in middle theaters. of this movie. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. For like 
no no reason. Well, and I think it's important because Rich starts out going, when are you going to get a Ferrari with all that new money? And he's like, oh, I love my plug-in hybrid. I, I his said, hybrid Mustang. His hybrid his plug-in hybrid does Mustang. not exist. Didn't exist it. at the time. Doesn't, doesn't exist, exist now. now unless They're working on it. Unless They're thinking about it. done it yourself. Yeah. Which, but it supposedly gets 100 miles to the gallon. Mm-hmm. Which, which no plug-in gets now. Nope. Nope. Um, but this one does. Yeah. Yeah. And which, if that's sidetrack a little bit like we were talking about this so it's not a huge sidetrack but this guy's whole thing is that he's super into like green tech yeah and mm-hmm. as by as, this guy we mean the protagonist Rod Rod. Uh, Rod as Amy mentioned in the plot dump he works for a, like a software sales company that and company software and the, software <laughs> people just think you're like have an affectation right now to your voice, like oh. that's that's what he sounds like in the film. Yes, yeah. that's the that's the reason they're talking. The like actor that. who plays Rod, apparently in interviews, I didn't watch them, but apparently Valerie, was it you that said you watched interviews yeah, and he, he was sounds, fine? Yeah, it's weird. Like I think they're directed to talk a certain way in this film, or he's is, just really got some stage fright. Maybe or he's drunk. Just a lot of mumbling and slurring and seeming like he doesn't know what he's saying while he's saying it. Bad. But he ha- he works at this software company and he's in sales. The the company gets sold and so he becomes a millionaire yep. immediately. Apparently, we don't get too many details because I think it would probably fall apart. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot. Everybody's miming, clapping right now because yeah. there was a lot of clapping at so this. Yeah, the forty five second clapping scene, something like that. But then, like the next day after he's just become a millionaire. He goes to pitch his company, which apparently he's developed overnight, which is a brand new kind of solar panel that's yep. super cheap. It's because he had some installed in his house and they were expensive. No, he so didn't he have them like... installed because they were too expensive. Oh, yes. oh I thought he got one. Well, no, I thought he, he, said was he like, got it because he it. shook the hands. He's like, all right, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Right. He did shake the hands. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> we don't actually see it get installed, but no. he did shake too the hands. Too expensive hand. to do. Um, Can't do that. I love that he walks him outside. Where are you thinking of putting them? <laughs> oh, on the roof? Yeah. <laughs> right? There, my, let's do it. My favorite thing is like he's also like it's twenty thousand dollars. He's like, mm, that's a little steep. He's like, all right, for you, I'll take off a thousand dollars. He's like, you got a deal. And I'm like, that's still that's not that okay. That's not a big deal. I don't of want deal. this man negotiating for yeah. me. Yeah, no. but then he like gets what ten million dollars funding for his new company. I think it yes. is. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's and right. yeah. So this guy becomes uber rich off of like this solar panel idea. Where why doesn't he sell his technology for his plug-in hybrid Mustang? Which, I think this point. is an alternate universe, obviously. Yeah. So, is it? Yeah, because he develops this technology. It's 10 times better than silicon. <laughs> and uh, it's one kilowatt per hour. One cent kilowatt. Four dollars per watt or whatever. Four cents. Four cents per watt. Ooh, yeah, because then, because each installation was like three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. And Guys, remember how unpleasant <laughs> it was to listen to him talk in the movie? I know. Now imagine the podcast listeners listening to us. <laughs> you know imitate what, that. It's fun to talk like him, though. It is. Because you just, you just. Yeah, it's very relaxing. Salt pal. But okay, so anyway, James Nguyen wants to make this movie. Any, yeah, let's, let's <laughs> at least get to present day of. <laughs> Movie making. <laughs> James Wen wants to make this movie. He finances it himself. He does everything himself, ex- and except for well, not even except for he. There were a couple people that were on set for a couple days and then left. Um, but most they of it, quit. They quit. Yes, they quit. Uh, he makes the movie. He edits the movie. He puts a bunch Ooh. of credits on the screen that are not not that are made up names so it can make it look like there was more people working on it but really it was all him did he also shoot the movie yes oh no yeah yeah <laughs> every bad thing about this movie is his fault yes so 
Oh, that was real sad. <laughs> it's fine. It'll be okay. <laughs> I knocked over my water bottle. Yeah. Uh, so he then tries to get it released. He wants people to see it. Now, there is where <laughs> y- the logic breaks down. That's where? <laughs> no, it is. Because I've made stuff yeah. and gone, oh, nobody needs to see this. This yeah, is not that fair. good. I tried some things. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. That's what Tarantino did, actually. Tarantino made a whole movie before he made Reservoir Dogs. And then was like, okay, I need to learn from this because this is not working. Like, nothing is working here. And he's like, nobody's ever going to see it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the only print of this movie. But James Nguyen, no. He went to Sundance and drove around Sundance in a car with uh, taxidermied birds on it. <laughs> And uh, fake blood, fake real blood. Who knows? Who knows? I think it was supposed to be fake blood. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the name, the name of his movie, Birdemic, misspelled on it. And was not intentional. No. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, got some interest from a couple of people who I think work at. Is it Vox or is it Vice? Vice. Okay. Or later worked. Yeah. They work at Vice like currently. I don't know if they did. They did at the time. Yeah. Documentary filmmakers. There's a really great Vice video you should watch on it. Yeah, actually. Matt, I haven't watched it yet, but yeah. you sent it to me. Yeah, it's, all of this information is like mostly in there. Yeah. But quick question, real quick: If they had taxidermied birds, why? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't they just throw them into the scenes? At least the one that's dead on the beach, because. Oh, that's a really good question. Or just yeah. like a pile of feathers would have looked better. Would have looked better. I don't Continue. know. That would have taken me out because then why does this bird look different than the other birds? <laughs> why does this one look real? Yeah, <laughs> that's not right. So anyway, he gets some interest in the film. They do a couple of screenings and then they sell it to Severin Distributing. Yes. And Severin Distributing makes him a dollar. He makes money off of it. He actually makes money off of this movie because they he sells the rights to distribute it. Um great for him good job but then it goes out and it becomes this uh cult hit but i think james nguyen didn't understand sort of why it became no it was very hit. much that he was like oh my movie is getting purchased yes. at sundance people love my movie i am a good filmmaker like yeah. tommy was so kind of yes very same- similar yeah, yeah it, it is very similar to that. The weird thing about the room that I'll always say is that the room looks good, and this and it sounds good. Like it's like it's competently made, which is sure. I think what makes that movie fascinating, is like how insane the script is, but like how good the pr- final product actually looks. But we, we talked about we did a whole episode about the room. Um, it's not true of this film. No. <laughs> so that's where it is. He's gone on to make a sequel that is sort of intentionally bad. And it's like, oh, this is sad. Um, and I haven't watched it. I've just watched the trailer. And the trailer is like, Ugh. Matt has met one of the people in this movie. I have. Uh, who, and I watched a couple of videos that she's in. And she's a good host. Yeah, Whitney Moore, who plays Natalie in this film, uh, is kind of just in the YouTube community, like online video community. Uh, she used to work at SourceFed, which is where I met her the one time I went and hung out at SourceFed for a while. Right. You did that thing with Mike Falzone and Lindsay. Yes. Lindsay Doe. I was there for it. I yeah, was yeah, not yeah. really involved. But... No, you were there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it... she, she, as, as far as I know, she's a very nice person. Like, we have lots of mutual friends. I do not know her, but every... it was very weird to see her in this movie. Every interview I've seen her with, she seems lovely. Yeah. So, so that brings us up to now. It's a cult hit. It's a, a quote unquote a B movie, uh, and people love to rag on it. I'm gonna have 
some attacks and some defenses of this movie. Ooh. Sort of. I'd like like, like birds swooping down and guns shooting them away. <laughs> that kind of defense. That kind uh-huh. of defense. Um, but before we get to me, I'd like to hear everybody else's perspective on this. So Val, first time seeing it. Yeah. You'd heard about it. Mm-hmm. What was your experience? I didn't realize that it was going to be as technically poorly made as it was. I expected like bad acting, bad special effects, but like the editing is awful. They leave such long pauses between shots and the audio is like tied to the shot. So there's not really that much. It makes everything feel very static and like choppy. Right. Yeah, they've never uh, heard of a The sound is horrible. <laughs> Uh, it yeah. seems like just coming from the camera every time. So if, if, if it's further away from the actors in one <laughs> one take than the next, it's just like... Rant, 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 or if it's at the wise. beach and <laughs> yeah. your waves are too loud, yeah. you can't hear anything anyone says. Or if the actress has h- loud shoes on a hard floor <laughs> and is talking to her mother, you can't understand what she's saying. Um, uh, it was very entertaining to watch i liked that i didn't have to pay attention to the screen most of the time because there's so much downtime between when things happen <laughs> no uh, it's true yeah. yeah i think that this movie could be edited if you just took out all the establishing shots pauses and driving scenes to like 40 minutes probably Ooh, i think that, less yeah yeah and it's an hour 47 minutes i think that's too long Yes. <laughs> the length was the only thing that I was like sad about and how long it takes for the birds to show up, which is a very long time. A very long time. We do get yeah. some birds early on in the film. Yeah, that they just stare at in a tree and like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like green novelty parrots of birds. that like are equally as bad in their like special effects. Yeah. But yeah. they just are looking at them. And they're not even... flying around, flying around. They're just in a tree. So it's not as egregiously terrible to look at and their feet looked more normal i hated the feet on whatever those eagle things were they were like really long and furry (laughs) it was very weird can i describe what the birds look like real quick go for it to me it's like he found a gif of an animated bird on the internet with a clear background and then just paste copy pasted them into the movie that's what he did yeah basically yeah it's also it's like you know, like on Instagram stories where you can like drop stickers, like <laughs> yeah, animated GIF yeah. stickers on top of your Instagram story. It's like if you did that for a whole movie <laughs> and you're yep. just like trying to convince people that that thing was really there. Well, let's say half a movie. Yeah. The first half, there's, That's there's no true. bird. There's nothing going on. No. In the, yeah. It's just Rod and Natalie. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Ugh. with an H as well. Natalie. Mm. Natalie. Yes. What? Yeah. That's what the oh, captions boy. told me at least. Yeah, I always have subtitles on when I watch and I realize it's like, oh, it's a good thing I did do that for this one because I would have been so confused otherwise. Yeah. 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 You would have straight up like not heard some yeah. lines. The captions definitely got some wrong too, which is always funny to me when they probably couldn't understand what was being I said I felt either. really bad for the caption people because yeah. I was like, <laughs> they did do a lot of cleanup. They did. They really did. Yes. They earned their... Okay. Amy. Hello. <laughs> First time Birdemic watcher. Yes. What was your takeaway? Uh, the last note that I wrote was just <laughs> no. <laughs> the ending really made me angry. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Why did it make you angry? Um, because, so we, obviously there's no, we don't know what happened in the ending. I saw, I thought I saw doves. We're not even sure if that's what happened. But like, they get saved and then they just walk down to the beach and there's, there's like, 
there's a, a very long shot of them and the beach and it's not the same shot they couldn't get the actors I guess to stand still for long enough to cover so they like crossfade between shots occasionally to be fair yep. it's very very long it's <laughs> like very long I had that thought of like they're gonna have to stand still for like a really long time and then I realized that it had been crossfading yeah no it's like minutes long minutes long like it's long well yes. and it goes on for like two minutes before the credits start rolling yeah. yes. and then it keeps going as the credits are rolling. And the birds are, the two separate groups of birds are flying away, but they're not really getting smaller. <laughs> At a certain point, they stop getting smaller and some of them stop flapping their wings. Yes. Yes. Um, so I was just like, I was hoping, you know, we do get two very, very preachy characters that give these long spiels about global warming. And I, I thought that there would be more like, you know, I don't know. They're just, the movie was nothing and then it ended with nothing. So I don't know why that surprised me, but I thought there'd be a little bit more like tie Like a lesson in. at least, maybe? Yeah, it was like no global warming, hashtag give peace a chance. Or no, imagine <laughs> peace. Sorry, imaginepeace.com. <laughs> so this imagine, apparently this is Yoko Ono's website. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's when we meet... Rich's girlfriend May M- May yes she is on top of Rich mm-hmm. in, 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 in his, a bathing in a suit. hotel room in a, it, what is apparently a hotel room and she's yeah in a bathing suit I read that James Doan didn't want his characters to actually have sex in his film so he puts That's them nice. in bathing suits when they're making out instead of like naked or underwear or anything to like I don't know if like in his head I mean, to be fair, it would be very strange if you were like going to a hotel with someone and they changed into a bathing suit <laughs> without the idea of going to a pool. I that would be bizarre. But there's no context for us, so no, therefore, no. Well, and and for me, it was even weirder because so the the shot opens at like from like the neck up, so you can't see her. I thought she was sitting at a desk. I paused it because I was like. What is this thing behind her? I Googled it and a then giant, I resumed. A giant poster that says imaginepeace.com. Yes. It yes. starts on the poster and like zooms out from the poster. So it's like, this is obviously important. Yeah. So I paused it and it was just from her neck. So you couldn't see the bathing suit. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I resumed and she was like on top of this man. And I was like, <laughs> and, then, and then they zoom out further. It's another shot and you can see it's a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. What? Why is there a poster on the wall in here? Yeah, it's supposed... I don't think it's supposed to be a hotel room, but it was definitely a hotel room you with a tiny see, bed. You can see, like, the, like the, yeah. the do not disturb sign on the inside of the door. <laughs> <laughs> still. They should have that on the other side of the door. Yeah. And then later, May is wearing a shirt that says ImaginePeace.com. Yeah. But it's not like graph. It's just like when you can get a shirt made with whatever you want. That yeah. It, and they just typed it in. And Yeah. Yeah. So it's... So yeah, there's those two big themes though that like humanity <laughs> is fucking everything up, which I don't necessarily disagree with. No. So it's it's not that, but you said a very good word which is preaching. Oh. And this is a thing that like the worst thing you can do for me in a movie is preach at me or any story. Like it it, does, it could be a novel, it could be a TV show, whatever. When you start preaching anything at me, I am turning off. Like yeah. I'm immediately going, I'm out. Even if I agree with you, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear I'm it. I'm like, no, you're wrong. Even though I agree with you, you're wrong. The, the clumsiness of it, Oof. of preaching in a movie. Um, and I, I think that's, there's a, it's a very good series um, called The Boys, which I don't know if anybody in here has watched besides me, but it's a, it's an Amazon Prime show oh, yeah. based on a comic. 
and there is like it's really good at deconstructing um, corporate America and where we've become and basically corporations own superheroes and are able to rent them to cities. Um, And and unlike that, I mystery men. Like Mystery Men? Is that what happens in Mystery Men? Well, the main superhero in Mystery Men is like sponsored by, like he's like a NASCAR suit wearing guy where he's like sponsored by a bunch of big corporations. Similar, but this is, they own all the superheroes. Once you're a superhero, you have to basically work for this company. Oh, and like the company makes money because the city won't be saved unless you pay them. Yes. And so, uh, yeah. So there's, but they get into like, preaching about this a little bit too much to the point where I'm like, I get it. You didn't have to, like, now I'm just angry at you. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem that run, we run into here, which because he's not even, I mean, like, the writing in The Boys is pretty good. Um, the writing here is just a disaster. Yeah, this is, they stumble across a Twice in two separate instances, <laughs> yeah. they stumble across a man standing somewhere and the man just <laughs> says all the words at yep. them and then uh-huh. they leave the man. And I think that's part of, like, I I understood why they did that. It was very irritating, but the, the, they were trying to be like, this is about global warming, <laughs> but then like the characters never learn anything. And the last line of the movie is, I wonder why they stopped attacking. Like yeah. they'd never learned anything. Well, they also like, one of those men that they randomly stumble upon in the woods tells them. <laughs> he was my favorite. Like, he had such the, great hair. The only hint of Wait. any like knowledge about why the birds are really doing this. Like he talks about, it's because of global warming and says, you notice they've been mostly attacking cars and gas stations. And so we're like, oh, that is true. If you scroll back to this movie, they've Uh been attacking people near cars and gas stations. And so what do our heroes do? They immediately run back to their car Mm -hmm. instead of like walking off into the woods to avoid the bird targets. Yeah. And it just makes, I mean, not that I expected it to make sense, I guess. I don't really know what I was hoping for, but... (laughs) It's a podcast called Real Bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what were you looking for, Amy? I don't know. But I did, that said, the, the ending did make me angry because I was just like, what? There's no resolution to anything. It's just. No. Like, no, you get to the end and you're like, oh, come on. Yeah. Which is yeah. why I wrote, no. <laughs> so. No, nobody learns. Like, there's no character journeys for anybody in no. the movie They at just all. have kids now, apparently. Yeah. yeah. It reminded me. Well, it didn't remind this is, movie wasn't trying to do this, um, but it, it, talking about it this way, especially with the end, it reminds me of The Road. And I don't know if you guys have seen The Road. Matt? I'm aware of it. Okay. If you really want to be sad sometime. Oh, that, this is why I have not seen yeah, it. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, it is an incredibly well-made movie. Viggo Mortensen, uh, Charlize Theron is in it for a, a small bit. And it is just a movie, I swear to God, about d- making you depressed about humanity but the whole post-apocalyptic yeah trying to get him and his son yes across like the world essentially like Uh, they're trying to get to the coast yeah yeah it's a cormac mccarthy book um and but it's it's about the journey it's trying to get to the coast Mm -hmm. um, because he thinks that that might be a safe place for them because society is just devolving after this see just that small little thing if they would have eked it into this movie of just like news reports saying like there are reports coming out of uh san francisco that there is a safe haven at pier 39 yeah. or something and they're like we need to get to the city no they're just driving around aimlessly yes. who knows where they're going yeah the whole time. and they like go back and forth a few times uh-huh. <laughs> there's like i don't know yeah 
<laughs> but the the point of the road you think is just oh, is this just going to make me feel miserable but you get to the end and there's just a simple shot reveal of where you go oh I get it I get the point <laughs> of this movie I get what this movie was trying to say and it wasn't trying to say anything like global warming is bad or anything like that it was a very simple thing about people and but it and it didn't need much to tell you granted i'm comparing john hillcoat who is a wonderful filmmaker <laughs> to james nguyen who is not a good filmmaker and so a cormac mccarthy book. and a cormac mccarthy <laughs> like, book some source material here yes. and the creators behind it much higher level yeah but like the but what you said like where are the, where what is the actual threat is very confusing like, is this global? <laughs> well, because also, like, like yes, we see a number of people who have been killed by these birds. But we also see a lot of people who seem unaffected. There's a lot of people in the background where it's like they couldn't shut down this road. Yeah. And so there's just people hanging out yeah, on And there's, the like, beach. lots of cars driving by mm-hmm. while there's, like, dead bodies on the side of the road. And mm-hmm. nobody else seems bothered by these birds. And it's, like, obviously... I understand that that's because the filmmakers didn't crop their shots properly and didn't frame them out, and they could have made it look a little bit more desolate, but that ruins the reality of your movie. If, like, right. it just seems like these people are having a bad day. Are being attacked, like, these birds are following these yeah. specific characters. Twelve birds decided these people need to get it. Which yeah. will lead into my real good, but... <laughs> Interesting. But, like, the also... birds decide <laughs> people need to get it? But, well, I think making this a more personal thing, making it much more just really about uh, these people yeah. out in... Because that's also a thing about eco-horror. You're usually removed from society in eco-horror. You're usually, like... We watch a movie on this podcast called Frogs, and they're on this remote island, basically, mm-hmm. where everything goes down. And so that, I think, is a a way this could have gone that would have made it make more sense. Maybe. I don't know. Or at least been a little more thrilling. But anyway, so you didn't like it. I, that, that being said, I did enjoy a lot of it um, because it, I mean, everything was just so bad. There was always something to, to giggle at. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I like giggling. So sometimes I was just like, I wrote down a lot of the dialogue that made me laugh. Um, <laughs> Or a lot of just like the random, one of my favorite things is, so after they spend the night together in the motel, she wakes up and she's like, ooh, there's a bird outside. And she's still wearing the same thing she was wearing the night before. And he's wearing a black tank top, dress pants, and a belt that he slept in. Tank top tucked yeah. in. Is he wearing in. shoes too? I think he was wearing socks. No, he wasn't wearing socks. No. I don't think so. No, I think, he, he, was, was I think he was barefoot because we need because his feet weren't as dirty as hers. But he slept <laughs> in a belt. He did sleep in like, a belt. What? That's how, that their makeout session was just times. so good. He couldn't even take off his clothes. He just I, passed out from the passion. Yes. And he he did crack me up. I I was trying to figure out for the whole movie because none of the actors actually know. I liked the the newscaster. <laughs> she was good. She was surprisingly good. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is a newscast." And but then then it cut to her on the screen. <laughs> I think almost anybody could be a confusing No, but like the difference in the dialogue delivery, I think is yeah, the main thing. Oh, like these, sure, yeah. these actors it's couldn't even confident. Yeah, couldn't just be like convincing people and yeah. she was like, "Okay." And but then it cut to the screen with the newscaster <laughs> on it and she was like really tiny in the lower <laughs> right so in the corner of the screen. I think that, that they put a literal TV in the background is 
in that as opposed to having graphics they also the the graphics they do put up on the screen have getty images watermarks on them like there's like a picture of birds or something it has a picture of a race car watermark it's a it's a race car because they're talking about this yeah you know, I mean, oh, the celebrity I feel like that yes. happen on local news, though, right? Maybe no, no. They don't. You don't think anyone local news stations are ever? No. Dumb? I mean, maybe, but uh, <laughs> that would be she rare. She did have one of my favorite lines, though, where she was talking about like uh, polar bears dying and all that stuff. She had a very like good little unnecessary coda to a sentence. Oh, I hope it's talk- what I think it is. Where she's talking about them, she's like, due to the difficulty of them finding enough food. Such, Such as, as seals. seals. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, okay. I just want to mention as many animals as possible in this movie. I guess. I think yeah. so. And but that so that's just seals. That's really early on in the movie. Yeah. That sequence. That's and giving us the hint. Yes. That that's, like, yeah. I mean, global warming is bad. Yeah. We didn't know before, but thanks, Birdemic. Now I we mean, know. I guess at the time it wasn't as big of a conversation. Like it was literally at the same time as Inconvenient <laughs> Truth. No, I know that's, but like, so that means that he, you know, it was it was sort of happening at the same time. Like he thought it was something that need to needed wider attention. Let's not poo-poo him for that. Mm-hmm. Let's poo-poo him for other. Things. Yes, <laughs> like the dialogue. Yeah, and also I. So like I said, none of the except maybe the newscaster and the little girl when she was under the car, she was pretty good. And then the rest of the time. Sorry, no, the kids girl. were terrible after that. Yeah. What a happy meal. <laughs> I want a happy meal. I don't meal. like it. Um, the kid who says, you know, seaweed's really good for you, five minutes later is like, ugh, why would I want to eat seaweed? You're I want like, a happy meal. Come on, you little brat. You're oh, the one yeah. who just said seaweed's great. Were, I would not be the best the worst. person to be in charge of these people. The you would have been more logical about it, though. Well, yes, I would have, but I also would have been like, the first time they said I want a Happy Meal, I'd be like, all right, Natalie, we're getting up. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just leaving the kids yes. at the beach? <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. I, I, y- y- you can keep up now they if that's really what you want to do. You want a <laughs> fucking children. Happy Their parents meal? just died that day, yes. both of them. Both they of didn't them. seem bothered. No, they didn't. <laughs> They, Nobody that's why seemed, they were cranky. Nobody yeah, saw they were expressing of the their death. grief. I want a happy meal. I caught a fish. One. I'm not a fisher. Just Men. happened to find a fishing poles and a, in a portable van. stove. Oh, look, and a... a fishing rod. I can catch some fish. Oh, look, I found a stove. We can cook it. That's literally basically what they say almost word for yep, word. Yeah, yeah. I, I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can get it tattooed on your arm later. <laughs> I can cook it. <laughs> also, can you just eat any seaweed? Like, I feel like the seaweed you see in stores is not just like, like dry random beach in... seaweed. Also, if there's all these toxic birds dying in the water, maybe don't eat stuff out of the water. Maybe that's the sequel. Maybe they're zombies. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there are zombies in the sequel. Oh, I saw in the trailer there were some zombies. But, like, generally in an eco horror movie, yeah, find some canned food. Like don't or just go back to that convenience store that you're at like two hours ago. Maybe? Yeah, the hundred dollar yeah. for a gallon of gas place. Yeah, <sighs> but the credit card machine still worked. Yeah, I yeah. did, and the phones were down, <laughs> but the credit card machine still worked. Now let's be honest; it's always the opposite. Our phone line's working, but the credit card machine's down. Yeah, yeah, I, I did, I did notice that as well. <laughs> I didn't even notice that when we were. I, nope. That makes yeah. <laughs> I also what a good movie, guys. They went to a stream to get some fresh water. They bought so much water. They and, did. And I, bl- I mean, did this take place over like months? I thought it was like all in the same day. I think it had to be all the same day. There's no indication of time passing. No. no. I think, yeah, once they leave the hotel 
from then on, it seems like that's all one day. One day, day. Yeah. yeah. So they bought giant jugs of water, a like 30 pack of water bottles. And, and like they, 12 sandwiches. Yeah. And they had they had to keep getting food and keep yeah, stop. And they like call. went to a stream and like filled. And you shouldn't just drink stream no. water. Like if it's a last resort and you're going to die, it's either like die of dehydration or drink stream water. Like, well, drink the stream water. Die of dehydration now or die of dehydration <laughs> later from the diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But it's like, okay. But yeah, they're just like drinking stream water. I'm like, you have so much water. What are you doing? Yeah. If anybody's listening and doesn't know this, it's okay. You don't have to be embarrassed about it, but don't drink just stream water. (laughs) No. I got to go. (laughs) (laughs) You will have to go because it is, it's, it's real bad. You can mix it with iodine and like, or filter it and boil it. Yeah. Boil it. You can have a little stove. stove. They didn't know that though. (laughs) Not back then. Matt. Yeah. What's up? This was your first time seeing Birdemic? It was. Had you heard of it before? Yeah, I'd heard of it, and I had seen the trailer, like, way back in the day. So I had seen... Oh, right, because it came out when you were in film school. Yeah, okay. so I had seen The Bad Birds. Okay. I knew about The Bad Birds. <laughs> I did not. Bad Birds, oh, Bad Birds. Well, what until you gonna do. do. Yeah. Because Nick was like, do you want to watch this movie? And I was like, sure. And then I watched this trailer, and I was like, oh, oh no. no. Yeah. <laughs> That's Look, as much as I knew about it, you put your though. name on it. It sounded fun. <laughs> was it, it was. It was fun. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, I think I'm with Val on this one where it was worse than I expected in ways I didn't expect. Yeah. Where, like, I expected the corniness and the bad acting and the bad special effects because that's what you get from the trailer. I did not expect the terrible editing and the terrible sound and the, like, completely unnatural performances and writing from everyone in the cast. I don't Shots think we mentioned, but yeah. the budget was $10,000 for this. Right, which and he self-financed things, somehow? Did he? Did I mean, it was over three years, right? Yeah, which is... I would just squirrel some money away. Yeah, he probably yeah. squirreled some money away. He was a successful, I mean, he was a su- successful sales associate. Yeah. So <laughs> Surprise, like, surprise, no, he's a software salesman. Rod is James Nguyen. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is his... his yeah. Which is concerning. Because part of this movie and things I liked slash didn't like about it, uh, one thing I didn't like is Rod, our main oh. character. Oh, yeah. He's a creepy, terrible dude. He's the worst. Uh, from the get-go, he sees this girl in a diner who he's like, I'm pretty sure we went to high school together. She's not entirely sure about that. And so she leaves. And then he like chases her down outside and gives her her business card, his business <laughs> yeah, card. They exchange- and they exchanged cards. And then my favorite part of this is that in that whole thing, he doesn't say his name once. <laughs> he doesn't say like, hey, it's me, That's Rod, true. from Mrs. English class. He's like, I think we went to high school together. Which She's could like, be oh, all sure. made up. Yeah, exactly. Know? I've seen people do that in like douchey movies yeah. where they're like, oh, weren't you uh, in my math class? That's in, uh, what is it? Groundhog, uh, Groundhog Day. Day. yeah. Phil? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Connors? Guys, don't pretend you know somebody. Yeah. From something. Don't do it. And don't. I have actually caught myself because I thought I did know somebody. That's and fine. Actually, no, I stopped myself because this is going to sound like I'm coming on to this person. Yeah. So I'm just not going to say I anything. Know. No, I just have the opposite problem all the time. <laughs> you don't know anybody. Everybody knows me and I'm like, aha. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You. Hey, friend. You. Yeah. yeah it's, oh, it's you again. Yeah. Oh. I would have been totally convinced by Rod. I'd be like, oh, great. Ooh, uh. Yeah. Here's my card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so they have, yeah, one chance meeting at this <laughs> diner, uh, and then they go and have one awkward phone call, and then they're dating. And, and this is after. 
we've seen like no chemistry. We see one creepy exchange of him. Like the first phone call they have is literally he says like, "I bet you'd look nice in that lingerie." After she says she got a job at Victoria's Secret, I think he said modeling. those lingerie. Yes, he did. He did. Oh, he also says, oh, so you're a cat's lover instead of cat lover. He does say that as well. (laughs) They didn't get multiple takes, I don't think, of anything. (laughs) But also, I I did see in that Vice doc, they say that some of the lines were written really unnaturally, and the actors tried to change them, and Mm. the director was like, no, say it the way I wrote it, please. And so, hey, he had a vision. Yeah, it was for more cats. (laughs) But it... Yeah, I don't know. That dude just bugged me a lot. Especially there's a point in the movie where he starts to agree with her mom, where she's already established that her mom is like down on her modeling career. And he starts to like side with the mom and be like, yeah, well, you should have a backup plan. And it's like, wow, dude, what a douche. She's a Victoria's Secret model. Her career... Well, she's nailed it. She's Victoria's Secret just covered. Which isn't a thing, no. first of all. Uh, that's a good point. And second of all... Right before that, we see her in a photo shoot at a one-hour photo. <laughs> yes. I think that's the audition. That's supposed to be the audition, like the tryout modeling thing she's yeah. going to. Oh, I thought she was just on a gig. I think, I don't know. No, I, I think. The timing is a little weird because she's like, oh, I have to go to a yeah. thing. Yeah. And then we see her mm-hmm. there next. So I, I think it would just be poor editing. Okay. But yeah, you're right. She is modeling. At a one-hour photo. Yes. And that's when you know you've made it. Yeah. yeah. And then she gets the call and she's like, you got the Victoria's Secret girl cover. Cover Model, girl, yeah. Cover girl, which isn't a thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't think. think it is a thing. I don't think it is. There's I mean, no, like Victoria. I see, mean, again, this is an alternate universe where <laughs> it's a magazine. Where it's a magazine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think Victoria's Secret has like, they send out. It's like pamphlets yeah, probably. They pamphlets and stuff. <gasps> but I don't think it would be a big deal if you got the cover of a pamphlet. Because there's not I mean, or pages. maybe you're one of the big, <laughs> the big of pictures pages. of the girl in the store. <laughs> That or isn't the, doesn't Victoria's Secret put on like a runway thing? They do the, the yeah angels the, the angels something. runway thing. Okay. Yeah. So it could have been like you're the main angel, but no, she's the cover girl. Again, I think this is <laughs> maybe she was a cover of a magazine that was a Victoria's Secret ad on the cover. For some <laughs> it's a cover of a magazine that someone left in a Victoria's Secret Fangoria magazine with yeah. a little a little ad for Victoria's Secret on the yeah <laughs> one hour photo magazine. Oh my God. Uh, but. Yeah, it's I'd like, read that mag. What would a one-hour <laughs> photo magazine look like? Amazing pictures inside. Yeah. It'd be very no. dusty because those don't exist anymore. I know, but still, I still get shocked every time I go to like Walgreens or Target and people are printing out photos. Oh, I've done that. Oh, but it takes like four days now. Does it really? Oh yeah. no, they have to send at, it out. They don't do it. Well, house. not at Walgreens because oh. I was watching a guy do it. <laughs> you can <laughs> still do it at FedEx out. too. Yeah, too. This just blows my mind. I got so excited about the idea of never having to print out a picture again as soon as I got an iPhone. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, oh my don't, god! Don't you want something tangible you can put in your fridge, it's Nick? For moms. No. moms, yeah. Sometimes people like give moms it to their moms. moms. Yeah, or you but know, it's fun wall. to have like disposable cameras on like trips and things. Yeah. I clearly don't fit in with y'all, so that's okay. I'm, I haven't printed out a photo in years, but I can see why there are some people who would want to. But you did. There are a few upstairs. Oh, that was like a free order thing. But it was cool. Yeah. So I'm apparently wrong <laughs> because they looked cool. Like you, there's one of uh, me shooting a, a how to vote video with Hank yeah. and stuff. And and like so, and then there's the one of uh, I'm, I'm just excited because I'm in them, I think. But there's one with me <laughs> and Stefan. We found the solution yes. to getting Nick shopping, interested shopping in physical wood. media. Yeah. yeah. The one where we're chopping wood, which is like those are both two happy memories. <laughs> So yeah. I'm See, happy that this they're... is why you do it. Maybe you need to print out some photos and 
look at them. All like, I have are <laughs> photos of Abby. So print them out and p- cover your house in great. them. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say you should put her on your desk, but she's usually under your desk. Yeah, she's or usually next right desk, behind so. me. So yeah. you just need to have a picture of Abby in every like corner of your house. Yeah. So that way, whenever you turn, you're like, oh, my dog, yay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of how my life is now. Right? She's always <laughs> she's always just right there. Uh, so, anyway, <laughs> so this has been a history of one hour photo. Uh, not the movie, the place. Um, oh yeah, that was a movie. Yeah, I like <laughs> Robin it. Williams. Um, but yeah, this—I don't know. There's just lots of things. This movie left me with a lot more questions than I is, was expecting. But they're dumb questions, like why is there a Victoria's Secret cover model? Why is she modeling on one hour photo? Why do we have to watch this man's entire commute to and from work, including stopping to pump gas? And then it just cuts away, and it didn't matter at all. Why is Natalie interested in Rod? Why? That's, the, that's a great question. Why do they go to like a pumpkin themed festival where there's no dialogue except for look, <laughs> lovers on the moon? Yeah. Also, after, like, that takes place after he has been playing basketball with his friend Rich and they mention that it's winter. <laughs> they say, oh, a weird heat wave for the winter. I didn't even And then later notice, on he goes to right. a pumpkin festival, Com- which is traditionally a pretty autumnal thing. Yeah. In California, wow. do the pumpkins autumnal. grow yeah, at a different time? I don't know. Write in. Let us know. It, hey, in California. It looked like a fall festival. No, it looked it, like oh, a yeah. very fall festival. Yeah. I don't think so. I think there was a time when it was like, okay, it's pumpkin season. It so. could have been that a year, like... A year, <laughs> three quarters I, of a year has passed. I hope so. Like I hope we're supposed to believe that like their dating has advanced that far that after a year they are making out in bikinis in a hotel room <laughs> and they've decided that they should date. Yes, that is the culmination <laughs> of their year of hanging out at pumpkin festivals. Is they're like, you know what? I'm ready to put on my bikini for you now. <laughs> There's also that scene. <laughs> Where they're like at the pub or something, they're like getting drinks and then they dance and there's it's like a it's a musical <laughs> scene. Yes. They're the only two people in the bar besides like the singer. hanging out yeah. hanging out with, with the my family. family. Having ourselves party. Now I wanna point out the lyrics to this song <laughs> because he's hanging out with his family, having a party, and at some point I believe his uncle is getting ready to hook up. <laughs> It could be like a, with, a block barbecue or something. With someone else in the family. But the, they don't mention any of that. Mm. No, it's just the It's family. very specific that he's hanging out with his family. I'm just saying it's Maybe weird. Maybe a year passed in the song. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh that was God. one of the most bizarre because it was like for the length of the full song, the guy who was singing looked like he was lip syncing, but like poorly. He didn't know. It seemed like he didn't know the words. But yeah. that was the guy whose song it was yeah, in that's real what life. He was nailing like. the end of every line. Yeah. yeah. Like hanging, he could never get right. Ever. No. <laughs> he was like, with my family. <laughs> it's. It looked like with he was family. saying, putting up. Putting yeah. up with my family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. It was like it. different. <laughs> lyrics he was saying it was it weird been. it could have been and then they were just like we can't we can't put putting up with my family yeah, we have to put mean. hanging out and then yeah and it looked like they're like green screened in even though i don't think that they were but it, they were green screened in for one shot at <laughs> oh, a with different bar yeah in, like the club they it go was to like a club lights. or something and they're very very obviously green screened into a stock photo of a club yes no it was stock video oh was it moving it was the lights were moving okay <laughs> so it's video but this is another thing, like it's so badly shot that there are times when I can't tell if it's green screen. Yeah. Like the exposure's so weird. That like like him in an office at one point. He's standing in an office and I'm like, is he 
green screened in yeah. the office? It's very hard to tell. Also, it's like, weird. the camera quality and, like, types of shots are so different throughout. Like, the like there's somewhere that it seems like the depth of field is, like, just focused. I don't know if that's the right yeah. term. Like, just on their heads and everything else is blurry. Yep. There were some what? shots that were just blurry. Yeah. And then there were, a, there were like, <laughs> yes. a ton of pans in this movie. <laughs> And a lot of them at the end of the pan, like the camera shake. So it's like they, they had to have had a tripod because it was mm-hmm. it was yeah. too smooth for who I know I could see the quality of the shots. I know that they had a tripod because whoever <laughs> was doing it was not good enough to do it. Was, so it was a smooth pan, kind of. But they didn't cut off before they finished the pan. Yeah, and it was like... <laughs> My favorite what? bad filmmaking thing in this was the, the crossfades between the shots. Oof. But... Crossfading on shots that had special effects applied, like <laughs> fire. Oh yeah, the fire. So there's a wildfire in one scene, kind of. <laughs> That's being very generous. Just some some gifts of, of smoke peppered around. Yes, and a couple of little flames. And a that lot are like of people the size going, of like little <laughs> apples. Yeah, as if there's any smoke in the vicinity whatsoever. Uh-huh. But there's a, a shot where it transitions from the wildfire to like uh, out like on the road where they're running out. And as it starts to crossfade, the fire just turns off. Mm-hmm. Like the fire effects just yep. disappear. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you didn't know how to apply those through a fade. You applied mm-hmm. the fade first and then went to apply your effects. And we're like, I guess I just turn them off. Uh-huh. And so it's just these small things that I feel like now a 12-year-old who's watching YouTube tutorials could d- make a better movie technically than I, this. I think they made it an iMovie. I'm pretty sure. No, it was on a Dell. But it was like a Windows Movie Maker level yeah. editing yeah. system. Felt like I movie. Well, me. the way that he well he showcased his computer in the in, in the, the documentary. Series. He and shows how easy it is to drag in an eagle GIF yeah. into the file and go. Boot, look, Wait, is bird. it literally a GIF? It yeah, pretty much. It's uh, what do you call it? It's uh, it's like stock graphics. It's um, God, I can't remember what they're called. My brain is leaving me. Uh, but it, it's. Uh, it's it's like stock photos, but it's for graphics. Uh-huh. And so it's just like this little thing that you would find in like MS Paint, you know, but it moves. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, yeah, this movie is a technical <laughs> disaster. Like We didn't even talk about the opening credits, which nah, Nick said nah, gave him motion sickness nah. <laughs> because it's just a car like POV crooked. Oh, yeah. And for... then like a 30 second. They like couldn't pay for the full song. So they got 30 seconds and then just looped it yeah. for literal four minutes. Yeah. Of the movie is just a car driving and 30 seconds looped. It reminded me of uh, we did the movie Rock and Roll Nightmare on this podcast. <laughs> and that that movie has an unnecessary amount yep. of van driving shots yeah. where it feels like, are you just filling your movie to be longer? Because there is no need for this many shots of this car from this many angles driving to nowhere. And, and we thought that was bad. Yeah, this is this like is four worse. times as so much footage. Much worse. And that was because they were trying to hit 90 minutes. Yes. yes. This is more than 90 minutes. You could have cut out oh, half man. of the cars. Yeah. But every, like, this is the weird thing. Every part of this movie is broken. There's not one part of the filmmaking process that I can look at and go, okay, but that. Even the sound effects were wrong. Like, the birds made an airplane diving sound when they crashed. And some of them sounded like seagulls. Some were just hawks. And it was, and like, then... 200% louder than everything else in the movie. Yeah. Everything's wrong. Like, Which, in some respects, 
makes everything right for me who likes bad movies. Yeah. But it's sad because it's just like everything. The acting is wrong. The line deliver, the lines themselves are wrong. The story's wrong. Like it doesn't, nothing holds together as a story. The, the cinematography is really wrong. The editing is wrong. Like everything about this is just wrong and we want to talk about like editing it down like matt you did a cool thing where you (laughs) took a phone conversation thank you for calling it cool it was cool (laughs) i appreciated it as an editor where this phone conversation took what i don't know 30 minutes it was a long phone conversation (laughs) it's like it's like a minute 20 in the movie it's a minute 20 in the movie and then you edited out all of the dead space yeah this as it's been alluded to in this movie they clearly shot these two sides of this phone call on separate days. Most movies do that. Yeah. And most actors are able to perform that way when you're like, okay, somebody off like off screen is reading the line. Now you react and you say your line. That's clearly what was happening here. These actors were trusting their director and editor to probably edit these a little smoother. As mm-hmm. actors have to. Yes. But <laughs> what ends up happening is in this film, you like. I can't even remember the lines specifically, but it'll be like, hey, how's it going? Okay. How are you? Good. I made a great sale today. Really? Good for you. Thanks. And that's what it's like. That's like legitimately what this movie feels like to watch. Yeah. And it's. When they cut back to the actors, they are blank faced, and you see their their role like turn on, and then they say their line, and then it turns off on their face, and it cuts to the next person, and then the same thing happens. It's very dull. It slows down everything. So I took that minute and twenty second scene and cut out the silences and tried to overlap some of the dialogue so it sounded a lot more natural. And it ended up being like 39 seconds. (laughs) The same amount of content. I didn't cut out any of the bad lines, which I wish I could have, like if I was remaking this movie. (laughs) But I left in all the dialogue and it went, it lost like 30 seconds. But, and this is important, and this is something that, this is not a joke to say that it also made these two characters who had zero chemistry actually seem like they liked each other when they were talking to each other. Yeah, because they do, well, at least she does not seem like she's into him whatsoever throughout the majority of this movie the first thing she says to him when he when she picks up the phone is like who is this yeah yeah (laughs) like not even like a this might be that guy from earlier yeah no like who is this yeah and like kind of like how'd you get this number she only seems like she likes him when she's talking to her mother about him and then she's like because she's having to look at him yeah that's true (laughs) or talk to him she gives this like glowing review but you had i think it was you that had the good point of like she the actress seemed to hate the main actor. Yeah, it's like she couldn't hide her general disdain for him throughout the movie as a person or something. And yeah. that's what it feels like. Yeah. And But if yeah. you're a savvy editor, a lot of that can be constructed. So, and we talk about this a lot in these things, but you have editing in the micro, which is frame by frame and, and, and taking out small beats within a script, which is what Matt did. And then you have editing, in, wait, but that was editing in the micro. Editing in the macro would be like removing scenes. Both of those things needed to happen yes. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and you could have still had a 90 minute movie and just trimmed this. Like, just take out the scenes of driving, take out this. You don't have to have your entire credit scene at the beginning. Like, it, it, it is amazing to me how badly this movie is I think movie it would be actually a challenge to keep it not under 90. If you're yeah, trying to trim like this thing 45. down, I think you could get this down to like a half hour very quickly and then be like, oh. 
Well, this is an episode of a TV series now. Well, I'm just saying, if you're trying, if you're if you're James Nguyen and you are trying to sell this at Sundance, it's got to be 90 minutes. Right. So you could They're edit short film categories. <laughs> you're not going to sell it though. <laughs> like nobody's nobody buys short films. So I don't know. And my here's my little defense I'll give of the movie. Ooh. Everybody, buckle up. Hot take. Here's my mm. here's my next hot take. <laughs> I think. James Nguyen's heart was in the right place. This is not a movie that feels mean-spirited or uh, or cynical uh, yeah. about anything. It feels like he is genuinely upset and concerned about these things. He is interested in relationships between people. And I give him credit for that. He did not produce something that is good in any Anyway, it's not good. None of it is good. Like it's the acting's not good. The script's not good. The cinematography's not good. The editing's not good. None of it's good. It's it's all it's all bad. It's all very very bad. And but I can say that I can look at him and go, but you're not bad. Like, like you 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 tried to do something that you were incapable of doing. And I mean, I think we should all try that at, on occasion. He didn't waste anybody else's money. He spent his own money, which I don't advise. <laughs> I don't advise if you're a starting out filmmaker. Don't take out lots of loans to do this. But he did it. And so he's not wasting someone else's money. He, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I there, So I can't hate the movie because of that. I think it's dumb, but it, I did laugh. Every time I've watched mm-hmm. it, I have laughed and just kind of enjoyed myself. So, And I think that's a great point because there are a lot of, movies that I don't know if I would say that they're like made with malicious intent but there's like we've seen a lot of bad movies where they just like throw in like really like shitty stuff towards women or like whatever yeah. just like you know just kind of sneak in just all of this like Ugh. and this this was just like I mean there was some of that in this bad. no there was like mm-hmm. oh women and oh, sex is so yes. important rich, the character of rich yeah uh, is like sexist and bad yeah but his whole thing is like Women only want you if you have a hot Ferrari. So really, his men of view is pre- his view of men is pretty bad. Yeah. Well, I think it's a weird it's a weird thing because I don't know what the point of view of that writer is there. Of like, does he agree with Rich? I don't think he does. But then, because I there's think so there's so much focused on sex, though. That is true. And I think there's also a lot of behavior from Rod. Well, Rod does call. Sex. He's like. Well, she's my hot Ferrari. Yes. <laughs> so Which to I, your point, yeah, that's not great. I took that, like, I Googled that because I was like, somebody has to have, like, written a song or something she's titled my She's My Hot Ferrari after this movie came out. And I couldn't find one. So I'm like, ah, It falls to you. You're I working think, on an EP. There's you go. I'm that's thinking. the name of the EP now. She's my hot Ferrari. She's my hot Ferrari. <laughs> you're yeah, not wrong. No, you're, you're not no, you're wrong. Right. No, generally, though, like, there's not that much content in this movie to yeah. make it for anything to also, be like, rich dies. this is yeah yeah a yeah. lot of people do who are yeah. good but nobody really seems to care <laughs> everything's consensual there's what another was, thing what was may's last line forgive them yes oh yeah, she was the birds May, like they they they, they they go up to may's house which is apparently the lighthouse <laughs> oh, um, of course it is. and oh, i forgot about that yeah i forgot about that yeah and may and <laughs> but they Rick... don't make it to the house because they couldn't film in the lighthouse <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the car is close to the lighthouse yeah it must be like may and rich pulled up to the house not quite all the way up to the house though and then the birds attacked before they could get out of the car because they both got attacked in the car Somehow. and when they pull up may is still slightly alive just alive enough to look at Natalie and go, 
Forgive them. While wearing her Imagine piece. Because hashtag ImaginePeace.com. She's the woke one. Yes. <laughs> but I, I but mean, like, forgive the birds. Yeah, they're, it's not their fault they turned toxic from the earth and humans. Also, quick side note, when you said they're toxic, are they, uh, one of them explodes and people start writhing around as if the birds are like, Acid? They, okay, like, so drop he, acid. They, I like, they pooped shoot, it. They poop acid. <laughs> Did they? I thought that was like pee yeah. or poop from yes. the bird. Well, so like yes. vultures do that. They don't poop on you, but they throw up on you. Yeah, that's very different from what happens in this no, movie. No, I though. know, <laughs> but like I was. That's what I thought happened when I first saw it. I they was puked like, it. they puked it, oh. and, and it's it was very f- bad for you if that happens because apparently their um th- their pH or whatever it's called the Super the acidity acidic. Uh, yeah. is really acidic, and it's, it's to not, kill all bacteria when they're eating roadkill. Right, because they're they eat carrion. So, but these were eagles. These were eagles. And this also is like, it looks like, Sometimes. you know, at the end of a football game when they pour Gatorade <laughs> on the yeah. coach. That's that tr- happens to these four people who have just got like out of a tourist video game bus that apparently is a thing that exists. Yeah. yeah and wow. they get out of this bus and immediately these birds are hovering above and you just see this giant orange splat Dump. on them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden blood is like coming out of their faces and they're ah and they're getting pecked by birds. They also the birds poop or puke on a gas station and explodes too at one point. Oh, I thought they dive bot like they flew into I don't it. Know. I don't There's know. only it only happens one time. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of explosions that somehow are result from birds. I mean, that's just real. <laughs> I mean, you, you haven't know. been paying enough attention, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have one more thing I want to talk about that I think is very important, and that is the death of Becky. Yeah, Aww. I wanted to talk about it. Too. We haven't Justice talked to, for Becky. We haven't, we haven't talked about Becky at all. No. But uh, Rod meets Ramsey and Becky. Rod and Natalie meet Ramsey and Becky. Um, at the hotel. At the hotel, Ramsey. Van full of guns. Ooh, yeah. Wait, real quick, can we talk about how <laughs> their van is full of guns, but there are none in the hotel room, so they arm themselves with coat, like coat hangers. Yeah, yeah just like, like regular wire, wire hangers. Like here, use these. Like they had all the guns with unlimited ammo until it's not unlimited anymore, but it was yeah. unlimited for most of them. And they yeah. left those in the van. Yeah, it's okay. like, oh, we're gonna go. Into this, uh, we brought all this ammo and all these guns. For We're gonna no go into the hotel. Reason. We're gonna leave all of that <laughs> and our van. fishing pole and our stove all in the van. He's an ex marine or something, you know. No, yeah. he's not yet a marine or something. Oh, wasn't it? He's no, because like, he said all of that killing in Afghanistan is is just like why he quit. Yeah, oh, I thought yeah. he asked he him why give... aren't you a marine, and he's he like it was like he. Oh God, do I have that wrong? Yeah, no, a marine. I think, no, I, I think he wanted that. to give peace a chance. I think he says something <laughs> like that. I was after. tired of all of the. Fucking killing in Iraq. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to give Pete. I didn't think Pete. it was him that had been doing the killing. I thought he was like just speaking wildly about the war. Mm. Oh wow. No, I. Think, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Either <laughs> this way, movie's great. <laughs> this movie's terrific. Yeah. But, okay, Val. Wait, we didn't talk about Becky. Yeah, you were going to talk well, about. That's what Be- that's what Val oh. wanted to talk about. Oh, I just want to say, she. So they're like pull up to what looks like a kind of like rest stop off the highway or whatever. Right. They eat at a picnic table. Then they see the old man standing out on a bridge. They walk to him. He tells them about the birds. Bird flu virus. He tests the blood. That's how he knows yeah. instant results. And yeah. then they come back. And then Becky has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> that's not uh, what they say, though. Yeah, that's no, not. Someone where's says, Becky? Yeah, where, where's Becky? And then the other one replies, she's taking a shit. <laughs> And then they just cut to her, like, squatting in the middle of a field, pooping, and then a bird kills her. Yeah. But 
they showed like two minutes before one of those rest stop bathrooms mm-hmm. right there, but yet she's pooping on the ground in the middle of an open field. Also, where did she get the toilet paper? Did she have she had paper? a yeah, roll she of had toilet a roll paper? Of which Natalie did not take back. And they also left the gas behind. Oh yeah, that but then really... they had it again. Did they? Did Near they? the end, she's holding the gas tank as if it's like oh, a weapon. Oh, that's right. It's a yeah. good movie, you guys. Oh, yeah. she's also, a uh, the behind she's the scenes taking is a shit. The behind the scenes is that Becky had to leave. The actress had to be done. (laughs) To go to acting school. (laughs) So they were like, oh, we had to kill her off. And then they were like, but fuck her. So she has to take (laughs) shit. shit. You know what? Your last day? This is your last day? Fine. Well, go squat over there. And then. No dignity for you. You don't even get to start pooping. We're going to kill you first. Oh, my God. It was very upset. But they don't talk that way. No. Of, no. like, taking a shit is, like, so... I was so taken. No. I know. I, like, <laughs> gasped and then Well, it's yelled. also like these people have just met. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, hey, where's your girlfriend? Uh, she's shitting over there. It's Except, like, no, oh. because the, the boyfriend asked Oh, he's Rod. the one who asked yeah. Rod. So the boyfriend's yeah. like, where's my girlfriend? <laughs> and Rod's like, taking her shit. <laughs> I wonder if that's, like, one ad-libbed line. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like anything else in the movie. And James, it, James would never write such a no. thing. No. And it also such felt filth. aggressive. It did. Yeah. And he did not emote anything else for the entire, like, this actor, whoever yeah. played Rod. No, I'm so he sorry, did not. But he didn't emote. But for this line, he was angry. Yeah. I wonder if that was, like, near the end of the shoot in general, and they were just all very angry. <laughs> this was, like, the 20th take. And James like, we don't quite have it. Uh, we'll, we'll try another line. <laughs> Fucking poop it over there. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I don't know. She's pooping. Can I, I have a question. Did the editing seem like it got a little better, like halfway through? My not theory as egregiously is that posy. they just added more bird noises to fill the silence. <laughs> that might be true. Well, there, it became less dialogue too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and but there were less just like shots that had no audio because there were yeah. some shots that they clearly just removed, like some of the establishing shots. Right. They just took the audio out yeah, and like silent. didn't even put like didn't even put like <laughs> movie silence in so that there's something. Yeah, so you would go nothing. from like a background tone of like. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> and it's very upsetting. My dog really doesn't like yeah, that noise. Yeah, she didn't noise. like that. No, Aww. she didn't like that noise at all. Okay, go on. Go I on. also noticed. I don't know if you guys noticed at the beach. There's a straight up jump cut where she yes. says <laughs> half of a line. She's like, "If I don't do it by the time I'm," and she's gonna say thirty. I only know this because it's in the subtitles. But she doesn't <laughs> say thirty, and then she's like, "Yeah, I'll figure it out or something." And it's like a weird <laughs> jump cut, and her hair's in her face the whole time. It was a mess. There's a bunch of like really bad ADR too, <laughs> where the the like especially the kids in the van they like oh, clearly yeah. just made them say the lines later. Mm-hmm. It's not even close. My favorite was the the opening scene in the diner. The waitress. Oh was yeah. Like, yeah. And I also feel like it was like somebody else going. Here's your menu. Yeah. Like a year later in a studio. It was very weird. And it also sounded like all of the footsteps in that opening scene were sound effects that were added in after. I don't know if they were, but it sounded very wrong to me. It sounded wrong. It also sounded like the feet were being mic'd. Like it (laughs) really did sound. They had to hold the camera down by the feet to get the sound. That's why I think they added them in. Oh, yeah. It's probably bad Foley. Like they just Googled like. Uh, foot sound effect. Free sound effect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly that's what the guns and the birds were, so. Yeah. Oh, my biggest issue with the guns, aside from, like, the loudness and the weird muzzle flashes, 
is that every time they're shooting them to save people, they're shooting directly at the people. <laughs> like That's the people true. on the bus, they're like, stay in the bus. <laughs> and there's like other, uh, Natalie is trying to save, uh, trying to save Becky. Becky. Oh yeah. And she's just, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. And you're just like, if the bird didn't kill her, you I for thought, sure did. Okay, so I what a thought twist that would have been. <laughs> uh, Becky's dead. The bird totally got her. No, that's what I thought when I originally watched it. That's what I thought happened because she came back and she says, I, "It sounded like she said I didn't do anything." <laughs> and what she's saying is I couldn't do anything. Weird start. What happened? Yeah, exactly. I thought she did shoot her. I, I thought that's what happened. I was like, "Well, that's an interesting twist." And she yeah. was like a ten-year-old who was like, oh, "I, I didn't nothing." <laughs> to start off, I did not shoot Becky. But if Becky was dead, she would be dead over there from a bird. Not probably. me, though. Just no. a, a bird. bird came down and shot her. Yeah. <laughs> Took my gun. Like, watch like this. <laughs> I mean, it. Uh, but that is so weird because I was like, oh, that's a cool twist because now she's got a secret and she's got guilt. Oh, no, that's not what happened. It did seem like that for a second, too, because she shoots a handful of times. She does. And I'm like, OK, now either Becky is dead from the bird or you have killed her because... Stop shooting directly at people in this movie to save them from a bird that is much smaller than them. Like, if you're going to shoot a bird, just like randomly shooting like an M16 out the side of a van is not the way to do it. It's the really satisfying huge, when they do shoot them, though, because it's like duck hunt. They just... They go, <laughs> yeah, it's like a paintball that explodes. And one of them yeah. like, hits the windshield and breaks the windshield. Oh, yeah. Which oh, the great. one at the hotel was hilarious. Yeah, that was There's great. one right at the start at the hotel where they're, they're first introduced, and they're all just flapping out there, but then one goes, boom, and just yeah. hits the window and dies. And it's like, oh, that was... That's the whole budget was to, for yeah. that windshield. My favorite is yeah. when they're, like, towards the end, they're, like, hiding in the van, and, like, supposedly this van is under attack, and the kids are freaking out, and, like, somebody's clearly, like, rocking the van a little mm -hmm. bit. And then they, like, pull out to the wide shot, and all the birds are like twenty feet above yeah. the van. Uh -huh. and it's like, oh, okay. Like you could have dropped those like on the van. Yeah, in, like, in your editing software. Pop, 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 copy paste. Nope. Yeah, nope. but nope. you didn't. You didn't have like a bird budget. Let's move on to how we would each fix this. I'm gonna start because you burn this fucker down. There is <laughs> there is nothing. I think you could make a really interesting, terrifying movie about eagles attacking because mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever seen an eagle up close. Those things are huge. They're big boys. Yeah, I big, saw... But no. I, I used to have a commute that took me through the Bitterroot Valley and once I saw an eagle in a state... Or not a stable, but like a whatever you call the thing where cows are. Um, there was a cow and there was an eagle standing next to it uh -huh. and the eagle was giant and i was just like that thing would kill me whenever you like drive by an eagle at like ground level you're just like whoa yeah <laughs> like so i just i have this this image in my head of a person trying to back away on the ground from an eagle coming at him and i'm like that's terrifying but there's nothing salvageable here this thing is for me is a complete goddamn disaster from start to finish amy you're you're shaking your head too yeah uh when i was thinking about like because even even if you were to like so you can't fix the acting without just recasting. You can't fix the writing without just rewriting. Re Getting a different writer. You could edit it and make it shorter, but then like it loses, like then it's still just really bad and not quite as fun. Like some of the bad editing is part of what makes it fun. So if you like yeah. change any one thing, then it's just like more bo a more boring version of bad. Right. And more boring is much worse to sit through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I feel like there's nothing you can do to this except just 
you know, again, like maybe you do some cool thing with birds. Like maybe even it is a global warming thing and you just like calm down on it, but it's global warming. That's (laughs) fine. But you just have to totally kill everything and just completely just start with like birds, global warming, birds attacking. Yeah. And like burn everything to the ground or just leave it alone. And you because if you do anything to it, I think it would. I, I put this in the same boat as Manos, The Hands of Fate, and The Room in that its existence is special in what it, it is. It is a masterpiece of what it is, but yes. not what it was meant to be. Yes. 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 Yeah, very That's good perfect. way to say yeah. it, I, I think. So, Val, would you try to fix this? I think that Whitney Moore, that's her name, right? Mm-hmm. The actress who plays yeah. Natalie, she's fine. I feel like she could be in a movie and be fine, but mm-hmm. everything else is no. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, just no. And I would like to see Bird Attack movie, but that's just the birds. Yeah, I don't say just yeah. go watch the birds. Uh, there's some other good stuff. Uh, Day of the Animals is... Ooh, that sounds fun. It's <laughs> a like it. 70s uh, eco-horror movie with Leslie huh. Nielsen playing a crazy man. Nice. Um, Checks out. Yeah, uh, you should check it out though. I think it's free on streaming nice. um, on like Prime or something. Was this but... before he became like comedic? Leslie oh yeah, Nelson? this was in the okay. '70s, and so like because well, so it would have been pre-airplane, right? Uh, and he, it's funny because in the Naked Gun, there's a scene where Leslie Nielsen is having sex with Priscilla Presley, and they use a body double, and it's like a very apparent right. body double, like, like super he's ripped, super muscly. ripped. But then there's a scene in Day of the Animals where he takes off his shirt and is walking around, and Leslie Nielsen was ripped, man. He was like a hunky action star back (laughs) in the day. Like, he walks around, and he's, like, silver-haired and everything, so he's, you know, older Leslie Nielsen, but, like, dude was in shape. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. I imagine Dick Van Dyke's got the same thing going on. Probably. (laughs) That's probably true. But uh, Day of the Animals, I think you might enjoy. Okay. There's some very scary attack sequences in there. So, yeah. Anyway, Matt, what about you? Uh, I largely agree that you can't really do much to this without ruining kind of what it is. I would maybe like to see a tightened up version that maybe has some of the car stuff removed. Because I think that's not funny. That's just boring. Right. Where especially like the commute thing and the opening credits, like I think those things just take away from the fun bits you can get to. And like you can watch the phone scene unedited and just still be like laughing at it with your friends. But you're going to get up and walk around during the opening credits mm-hmm. or during the commute scene where you're like, oh, I can go get popcorn now because I don't care about this next five minutes of driving. I, <laughs> I still did laugh at that, though. Just at the choice. Oh, I don't yeah. think you need as much of it, but just at like the continual choice to be like, let's film some more cars. Let's throw some more car scenes in here. This I is a, think yeah. that's the thing, though. The first one, I'm just like, what is... <laughs> okay, well, all right, we're here. But then when it starts happening again is where I find it funny. Yeah. And yeah. where I'm like, oh, God. And I think this is a good movie to watch with friends. Like, I would love to see yeah. this at Fecal Film Fest. Yeah, there's some bad movies that we watch for this where I'm like... Eh, I think they've done it before, actually. Yeah, I think so. Well, uh, this, but, um, yeah, but I would love in to... In that context. In that context, totally. I would. I think this would be a great group watch. Yes, yeah. yeah, this would be a very fun... Like, I think the only way I would ever watch this movie again is with people. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what Rift Tracks does for me. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And I think the only other, like, if I was going to try and edit anything within the film as far as, like, changing a story beat or something, I would remove uh, Ramsey and Becky from the movie and I would make them meet back up with Rich and May. And yeah, it, you don't need two more people. Right, there's no. two sets need, of basically You've the already same established thing. this <laughs> friendship and relationship and it's already weird because it's like, oh, wait, your friend is dating my friend and we didn't know? 
weird. We should double date. It's like, cool. We know these people now, whatever. And then they just go away until we find that they're dead. And, and we have already defined Rich as being this sort of hyper-masculine guy who yeah, if he was a gun nut, maybe. it yeah, would not yeah. surprise if me. If he had guns no. and fishing equipment in his weird van, that would make sense. Yeah. And Be- and uh, Ma- is it Maya? May. Ma- May. May yeah. could have still had the same last line. Like she could have been the one that gets yeah. killed by the bird in the oh, field. Oh yeah, they and could been, still like, be killed at the them. end. Yeah. She could have had the poop death. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Everyone wants a poop death, right? There are so many ways you can take that, and I don't like any of them. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I think there's like two, but still. I don't know. No. I don't want to know anymore. I don't want to yeah, know anymore. No, let's stop. Let's move on. Um, but yeah, I think that's the only like thing I might actually try to change within the movie Thanks. is we don't need two more characters that haven't been established if you're going to abandon two other characters to bring them in. At first I yeah. thought that the Ramsey was rich. Yeah. They, they look, look the I same. Yeah. 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 All three guys kind of look the same. Yeah. Enough to where you go, it's a white brunette guy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what movie I'd want to see. I would want to <laughs> see a movie that's just about Natalie's mom's life. She goes into her oh, whole yeah. backstory about being a jeweler. Yeah, and then she's retired now, and she kind of misses the jewelry store sometimes. <laughs> I want to see the movie about it, her. It was very weird how specific she got so quickly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what, like maybe one or two minute scene. With it makes me feel like that woman was actually a jeweler, and so they were <laughs> yeah. like, uh, "Just, just talk just about your say life. your life." And I don't think so. I think James Duane was too in control. And then in that same scene, this is the one where Rod's like, I'm going to retire early because I have all this money. And they're like, oh, you're going to retire early. He's like, yeah, at least for a few months. Yes. And it's like, that's just a break. Like, yeah, that's not that's retirement. Not retirement. Yeah. That means you quit the job you made the money from uh-huh. and you're going to start something else. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you understand retirement, Rod. Yeah. Which well, like, is fair. Yeah. He doesn't understand a lot. No, that's very. That's a very good point. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to how we would each rate this. Each one of us has our own rating system. This is hard for me. I I had similar issues. Yeah, because so mine is which Star Wars movie is it? Now, there are (laughs) there is a wide gamut of Star Wars movies. But the weird thing is about Star Wars movies that the bad ones are not fun to watch because they're bad in the same way that Birdemic is. I really enjoy watching Birdemic. Like it's it's a fun time. I enjoy it. I don't enjoy Attack of the Clones. I don't enjoy watching it. That movie pisses me off on so many levels, other than just being badly written. So I guess I'm going to kind of have to go with the holiday special just because it's so like it's bad at every turn. Like every part of this is bad. Attack of the Clones has some really good special effects. Like it, it did set the tone or it, it like it, it was the gold standard of CG at the time. And and still like we've watched quarter crews. Matt and I talk about watching quarter yeah. crew where they talk about some of the shots and I do watch it and go, oh, well, son of a bitch. That is an amazing shot. It's that thing where like, OK, the next time I watch Tech of the Clones, I will admire those shots a little bit more and be like, that's really good. Yeah. This movie still sucks. Yeah. But this doesn't have any of that. So I've got to go with the holidays. That, maybe. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's years behind. <laughs> so I, I'll go with the holiday special. Matt. Uh, so yeah, I also struggled because my system is what Batman movie is this? And yeah, there's, a lo- there's some bad Batman movies, but nothing this poorly made. So I was thinking, okay, what Batman movie is way too long <laughs> and also left me with more questions than I wanted to leave the theater with. And so it's Justice League. Ooh. Yeah. 
Because that movie's way too long. Oh, yeah. And laughably bad. Laughably bad. Enjoyable. There are moments of enjoyable badness. And so many questions of like, but why would you do that? Why, why was that nobody the watching the box? That's the main thing in the movie. And you save just, the boxes and you just left the box on a car. You're Earth's greatest heroes. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So it's Justice League. That's fair. Amy, what's your rating system? Uh, my rating system is Netflix original Christmas movies. And I had a similar, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> They're also great. Similar problem. Yeah, they're so great. Um, but I, I just went with the one that, I, again, I kind of had a similar theme of like, could have been like a 15 to 30 minute movie. Um, so that's Christmas Prince too. A lot of people liked it, but it was too long and it was pretty dumb. So. Yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to have to fight about I it. I guess. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so yeah, it's Christmas Prince too. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Val, what's your rating system? Mine is not movie-based. I never. I didn't know so many people had movie-based systems. It was a slow development. Yeah. Mine is just how would I stylize the word bad? Like <laughs> font choice, weight, Ooh, et cetera. I love so for that. this one, it'd be like... A thousand point bold impact font. Just capital B exclamation point. Capital A exclamation point. Capital D exclamation point. With a lot of spaces in between. Yes, exactly. Yep. Oh, that's great. Yep. It's like bad. It. Yeah. <laughs> Abby, the boldest Agreed. possible way to I've say made it. a lot of noises and Abby does not like any of them. Yeah. She's she doesn't appreciate when I make noises. I'm very quiet at home, so yeah. that's what kept your voice acting career yeah. down. I just don't talk much. So <laughs> don't have any friends. It's fine. Uh okay. Maybe because you hate the environment. I don't <laughs> and I just and children. And children. just doesn't do a lot for me. Uh it keeps you alive, Nick. Oh, that's nobody's victory. Jesus. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, it's yes, and I don't dark. like children, all right? I don't. There. Everybody happy? Eh, happy no. meal. Why would we be happy with that statement? You really hated Captain Planet. I did. Mixed together children and the environment. <laughs> I, yeah, I actually did hate Captain Planet. I, <laughs> we found the root of it. Yeah, I hated Captain Planet. I hated the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Ooh. I, it was just like... Rude. <laughs> I only ever saw the movie. So. Which one? The first movie? Yeah. The, the one, one that came out just a couple years ago? Or, no. Oh, okay. The original 96. Probably. I watched it as a kid and they're, they like start out and they're like jumping parachuting? out. Parachuting? Yeah, they're yeah, parachuting. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember the trailer. That was the trailer for yeah, it. We used to watch it all doing, the time. They're jumping out to Red Hot Chili Peppers' cover of Higher Ground. I remember oh, I very little yeah. about the movie, but the I soundtrack that. to that movie rules. <laughs> there was a lot in that era of soundtracks that ruled. Okay, yeah. like The Crow ruled, Wayne's World ruled, and Power Rangers. Apparently, Power Rangers <laughs> ruled. Okay, on to our final segment, which is real good, where we recommend something real good for you to watch instead of or in addition to this. Val, what's your real good? My real good is the movie Signs. Oh, okay. Uh, because the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Because it takes a while to see what the scary thing is. Uh, <laughs> and it's people fighting off stuff. It is. <laughs> uh, and it's better than that. It's actually Redemic. one of, I would say, like maybe one of my top 10 favorite movies. Yeah, that was like. I was the... top 10 favorite M. Night Shyamalan movies. I'm like, <laughs> Nick, what a weird scale. <laughs> I'm only leaving out like two movies. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the first scary movie I watched by myself. So it, I was it, very scared. The first quote unquote reveal of an alien in there is one of the most terrifying shots. The I've one ever on seen. the like the roof? Yeah. And then it runs into the cornfield. 
Yeah, where he oh, just I was thinking of the birthday. No, no, the, no, on the screen. Oh, that's no, much later. Where Mel Gibson is looking out the window, yeah. he just rolls over and looks out the window, and you just see the silhouette of it standing on his roof. Yeah, and it is one of the most like, oh my god! Yes, I was very scared <laughs> when I watched that the first time. Um, yeah, and talk about like just wonderful acting across the board in that movie. Yeah. Just amazing. Amy, what's your real good? Christmas Prince 2. <laughs> Christmas Prince 1. No. Um, I had a hard time with this just because, like, a lot of the time, either directly or indirectly, a movie will, like, remind me of something. This didn't remind me of anything <laughs> except maybe The Room. It reminded me of The Room, but I, I don't know if I would recommend. Would you rather watch The Room or Birdemic? The Room. Okay. Ooh, I would watch Birdemic. There's too much weird sex stuff in The Room There's that a lot I hate butt. to look at. That is true. They hide the butt in this movie. That is hide true. But I just would like go get popcorn during the yeah. repeated sex scenes. I just Tommy Wiseau I think is is a lot more interesting to watch than the guy who played That's Rod. Fair. I, I think both That's Tommy fair. and Greg are yeah. both much more. He's more coming marked. here. He's coming to Missoula. He's gonna be in Missoula. What the? <laughs> We're gonna be his That's friend. his whole life. Yeah. now. We're gonna make friends that, with Greg. Probably. You know what? Good for him. I hope he makes a living off of that. Maybe we can get him to host a SciShow, like guest host. Or be a on real bad. Or be on real bad. That's technically after the podcast is over, maybe? Yeah. The bonus episode. <laughs> Greg Sestro shows up just for one episode. It's just him. Yeah. yeah. Nobody else. Um, um, anyway, so it didn't remind me of anything. So I was just like, what's good that I've watched recently? <laughs> um, and I've been really into Fleabag. Mm. Um, it's a show on Amazon. It's Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I believe is her name. Mm-hmm. She's a, um, a writer and also an actress, and she wrote this like one-woman show that Fleabag is based off of, and it's funny and it's sad, um, and she's just like amazing. And she also, I guess, did punch up on the new Bond script. So she's cool. I like her. Check out her stuff. Right on. (laughs) I I have never been less excited for something than a new... Daniel Craig Bond movie. I I, I feel bad. I haven't seen the last two of I haven't either. I haven't seen... mm, I saw the first one. I saw the first yeah, one. Yeah, but he did Skyfall and another one, right? Oh, I did see Skyfall. I forgot about it until yeah. right now. I, 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 how good it is. Sky, so I, I like Casino Royale and was really amped about, oh, what's this going to be like? And then everything was shit afterwards. <laughs> so I don't even know how many he's done now. Though. Uh, f- I think this will be his fifth. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I think I've seen I haven't one. been keeping And they're all like an expanded universe linked together bullshit. Oh, God. Anyway. I might watch it, though, because she... Worked on it. I, I'm also interested in that, but like I remember, like because they were talking like, oh, they might do something different with Bond, maybe Idris Elba or or something like that. And then he walks out on this into this preview, and I'm like, oh fuck, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care. I know this guy. I don't like him. I don't care. I've seen the same Bond film for how <laughs> many years? Anyway, Matt, what's your real good? Not a Bond movie. Sweet. Um, good. I was trying to think because one, this movie was supposed to be a romantic thriller. <laughs> it, it fails at both of those. Yes. Uh, so I was trying to think of something that kind of qualifies under romantic thriller. And to be fair, I picked something that you might disagree with. Fits that. Dumb and dumber. <laughs> <laughs> you looking at my screen? Um, <laughs> but then also some of the driving in the woods scenes reminded me of this. Uh, and I chose Get Out. Oh, interesting. Okay, that, that makes a little bit of sense to me. I yeah. think it, okay. I, I think like it's romantic in like some of the earlier parts of the movie. Yeah, uh, when like you have a very attractive couple who seem very into each other. It's like there's some cute romantic scenes going on and with you know chemistry. Yeah. yeah. Yes, actual chemistry. I like the two people who are like portraying the roles. There's no disdain. Present. No, and it's a very good movie. Just 
that. Uh, but also, yeah, it, it, it's romantic. It's very thrilling. And there is driving in the woods. Mm-hmm. Cool. Checks all the boxes. Boom. Pretty much. It's basically Birdemic 2. <laughs> so- <laughs> Heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Birdemic oh. 2. More racist. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I talked about how this sort of worked into what I think an interesting version of, of Birdemic could be. Um, and that is the idea that you're trapped in a car uh, and you're running out of gas or your car won't start or anything. And I recently watched a movie. Is it speed? Yeah, I was just going to say, is it Speed? <laughs> no. Speed it's, it's not. If we go below 55 miles per hour, the birds are going to kill us. <laughs> I mean, that would actually be kind of an interesting movie where the they're actually the just like, the birds can only fly 54 miles per hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I watched a movie that I thought I had watched. I thought I had seen it before. And I had actually read what I thought was the book, but it wasn't the book that it's based <laughs> off of. It was a different book. What happened to your oh, head? God, I know. I, this is a long story. So Someone told me about this movie that I thought I saw and read. I So I watched, I think I've seen all now, I think. I don't know. Maybe I haven't. <laughs> You okay? I think I've seen all of the Stephen King ad- adaptations, uh-huh. um, even the really bad ones like Night Flyer. Like I've I've seen a lot of them, but I thought I had seen Cujo, mm. and apparently I had not. But I put it on this weekend and was treated to a incredible film <laughs> that I was like about midway through. I was like, I have never seen this. I was sure I'd seen it, but I read a book. Um, I thought it was Cujo when I was a kid. <laughs> it's a book called Rabid that is about, mm. it's sort of a Stephen King knockoff of Cujo, just about a rabid dog. And so I had all the plots wrong and everything. But the main the main sort of action or main set piece in Cujo is a mother and son, um, like a, I don't know, he's probably like an eight-year-old kid, are trapped in their car with a rabid dog and no one else is around to help them. And it is like, it is really tense if you haven't seen it and if you have a fear of dogs don't watch Rabbit it a dog trapped in a car seems like a two minute movie and no, then everybody the people is... are trapped in the car oh i thought they were trapped in there <laughs> with the dog and i was like that's very get out of the car <laughs> death no. no they are in the car and the dog has them like trapped I yeah see. and it is fucking huh. thrilling <laughs> like it's very like i could imagine I think I saw that movie when i was really young and i'm very surprised i don't have a fear of dogs because it's holy shit, it's man. It's very scary. But like I could see something like that where you can't get out of the car like with birds that are trying to attack you. If they were way more aggressive in this film. Like there's times when they were attacking the car. So if there was moments where yeah. like it, we can't get out, like they'll attack. But in this movie, they encourage people to get out of vehicles. They keep telling him, get out of the car. And they get out all the time. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I check it out. It's uh, right now free on Amazon Prime. Ooh. And it's re- like it also has a I don't want to say a romance. It's a married couple at the beginning. And the, the relationship is beginning to fracture. And that plays into why she's isolated with her son. And it is it's like it all falls into place. It reminds me of like if James Cameron were to have written this, this is what it would be like, because everything is positioned in a way to lead them to be trapped in this car. And it's just sort of perfectly set up. And it's just very thrilling. Really good. If you if you like dogs, the backstory on the or the behind the scenes is adorable because <laughs> like how they got the dogs to attack the car was they like hid the toys in the car. <laughs> and so the dogs would jump up on the car and like try to get in and everything. And it was because they had multiple dogs to play the one dog um, in the movie. But it's also like it's scary as hell. Like it is a scary, scary movie. And it's a very simple premise. Dog gets bitten by another animal that has rabies. 
everybody loves this dog, and the dog slowly starts to turn. Hmm. And, and not is... just like a normal rabid dog, like no <laughs> evil rabid dog. It's very, it's much more aggressive. It's not like in To Kill a Mockingbird, where this thing's just walking wobbly down the street. No, it's it's like a heightened aggressive. Yeah, yeah. it's it definitely led to I think a bunch of misperceptions about rabies. Yeah. Uh, and what they were. And there's a moment where uh, the mom gets bitten. And I remember just having this guttural reaction of like, oh, she's got rabies now. So, uh, but yeah, check out Cujo. So that is going to wrap up this episode of Real Bad. Thank you guys so much for watching this horrible, horrible, horrible movie that was fun to watch for some reason. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Valerie, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter and everywhere else on the internet. Valerie2776. Is it a secret what 2776 is, or can you tell people? It stands for Back to the Future, B-T-T-F. Yeah. Because the T's are seven from the end of the alphabet, <laughs> and the B and the F are that many from the beginning of the alphabet. <laughs> I did it when I was 15, and I was stuck with it. Is it still your favorite movie, or one of? Um, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> don't like I to put labels on it. Yeah. yeah. Birdemic, Back to the Future. Back to the Future, <laughs> good. <laughs> That's Very fair. good. Amy? Where are you? <laughs> are you available to follow on the internet? Not really. Yeah. You work for SciShow. I work for SciShow. You can watch my videos there. Sweet. SciShow.com. Nope. YouTube.com. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we do have a website. I was going to yeah. say, there is really the best way to do I don't know do... what's on it. Yeah. yeah. YouTube.com slash SciShow. Yeah. yeah. That's hard to say. SciShow? Oh, yeah. S- slash slash SciShow. SciShow? Yeah. <laughs> flashbacks to when we first started that channel and Hank was like, you can follow us at youtube.com slash show. <laughs> Along with all of the research suggests. Try saying research suggests <laughs> real fast. Yeah, no. It's bad. I can't even say research very well. So. <laughs> research suggests. I've asked uh, all of our writers, can we keep suggests out? Because yeah. that's hard too. Anyway, Matt, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on the internet at Matthew Gatos. You can find what most of my creative energy goes into these days, which is Journey to the Microcosmos, a YouTube channel where we dive into microorganism things, and it's cool and meditative and weird. You can also find me on another podcast pretty regularly uh, called Cooler Than Homework, where we watch all the Disney Channel original movies and talk about them and just our childhoods and fun stuff. Well, thanks for listening to this surprise episode of Real Bad. Thanks to Black Duck Studios, I Love It Podcast, Candace, and Anna Moss for supporting us on Patreon. Thank you so very much. Real Bad is a part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. You can go to cageclub.me and check out podcasts like X's for Podcasts, where Nico, Jonah, Dylan, and Kyle dive deep into the amazing X-Men comics universe. I say amazing because X-Men were my introduction to Marvel Comics, and I still love them very much. Because my travel plans are up in the air, I'm not quite sure what next week will bring us, but until then, this has been Real Bad. Thank you.